This is the Analog Spectrum Halloween Special. We're the full-size Butterfinger in your podcast treat bag. Not some shitty apple or a bunch of dumbass candy corns. All right. We are back. This is Analog Spectrum. Uh, this is Tony, and I'm with Doug. With a special Halloween edition. The special <laughs> Halloween. Can you do it like an evil? I'm going to do it evil. Oh, that's lame. Well, yours is, yours that's is way lame. That was like a... That was like a <laughs> Let's hear yours. That was like a, I can't. Now you're making me laugh, dickhead. Oh, shit. I'm a dickhead? God. Dude, like you're a... like, do a laugh. Here's a laugh. You're a dickhead. That's sweet. Uh, you just reminded me of Austin Powers when they're all sitting around. I thought that I think that was a compliment. Okay. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna so, throw in an evil laugh somewhere in the middle there when you're yeah, not even expecting uh-huh. it. Anyways, and I was, all right. God, that sounded just like the police, which sucks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So it is our that's uh, <laughs> our Halloween episode. Halloween. That's right. And we're, witches and bitches. We're gonna throw out some uh, scary movies as as what we usually do. Uh, we picked five scary movies, but we probably I got a question for you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. Hold the presses. Hold the go. Presses. How did we end up on movies every freaking time now? Well, I don't know. We started off with like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff, music, movies. Well, we'll, we'll get like back to the stuff. We're gonna back. All right. We need well, to get well, off the we did. Thing. We have had other things. We've done music. We've done yeah, uh, ages ago. We did our seventies podcast okay so yeah we need to find something else well listeners movies. give us give us topics other than movies sure that i mean we can talk about yeah but movies are we we obviously consume a lot of movies i would have to go back and look to see what our ratio movies versus not movies is so okay. we did digital versus be uh, high. digital versus analog we've done a lot of movies yeah anyway uh, okay so but Yes. That's cool. We're doing Halloween movies, which is cool. I like Halloween and, movies. And we even talked about this. It could have been non-Halloween movies. We could have done TV shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but but we are definitely big in the media, right? Uh, so we picked our uh, top five scary movies. <laughs> was, that, was that it? Hey, dude, if you threw some echo on that, that would be a pretty good one. Uh, maybe if I just actually went someplace and downloaded a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have echo on it. Come oh, on. Echo. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, echo, so uh, echo, how, uh, so how did you pick your list? <clears throat> I just remembered movies that I liked. I didn't go back and watch all these. There's no. no way. Yeah. There's no. no way. Um, <clears throat> as usual with me, anybody who's heard this podcast more than once probably knows uh, it's got to have an impact with me, man. I don't. Sure. I don't. Um, I'm not a casual viewer. I'm very analytical when I watch and. Um, so yeah, it had to have some kind of an impact, and the ones that I picked definitely all had impact. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, um, same. Uh, there are there are some uh, there there could have been some overlap on my our nineteen seventies movie list, mm-hmm. uh, but I tried to pick originals. Even though you picked Jaws, mm-hmm. I, I didn't put Jaws on here, for example. Uh, and the reason why is I you know we we kind of already covered that. But exactly, I picked movies that just kind of scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies don't scare me now. Like, I can watch pretty mm-hmm. much anything. And, so and I got a couple on here that scared me as an adult. Really? Yeah, I think I've got, well, 
I say adult. Uh, definitely teenager. I uh, definitely. No, I'm few. talking like 30s. I have one that was uh, that. Uh, well, good because our, our list is probably going to be different. Yeah. Uh, we may have a couple that overlap. That's always fun. Okay. Uh, but uh, well, Mash was first on my list. <laughs> Again, back to <laughs> it's Mash. A fucking horror movie. Oh, whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, let it go, Doug. <laughs> nope. Oh, look at who's bitching about the police five seconds ago. Oh, whatever. Hey, let it go. You can dish it out. You can take it. <laughs> well, the difference is the police suck. Yeah. Mash sucks harder. Oh, whatever. You Mash suck harder. Sucks out loud. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, Halloween. Stick okay, to the script. So Stick to the script. I'm not gonna. Uh, so, uh, but I did, but uh, but no. These are mostly movies that really terrify because uh, movies just don't really. I guess there's jump scares, you know. Right. Right. And oh shit, we forgot to do recommendations on our last podcast. Who cares? Let's yeah. definitely do it this time. We'll though. do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, uh, uh, like there's jump scares, mm-hmm. but but truly, like, give me the, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, yeah, exactly. I was going to use that exact term. Uh, but these are movies that like really mess with me as a kid, like laying there awake at night. Okay, uh, for now, the most part. Are we going? Part. We're going five to one, starting at five and going to one. Yeah, five going backwards. And uh, okay. uh, I do have like a. Every time we do this, we're like pick five movies. I'm like, that'd be easy. And yeah, then, and then, then I'm, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So I've got. So when we get to uh, uh, in between two and one, we'll do our honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. All right. So why don't you go ahead and start with number five? Ah, number five. Let's see, I didn't actually put mine in a list, but I would say, uh, out of my list that I have, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, good one. That was probably my number five. Um, and the reason is when I watched that, I was, I was a young person, 20s probably, and um, <clears throat> just that idea that, you know, you could get actually physically hurt inside of a dream right. was, was kind of cool. I like that. And, and the character was great, you know, with right. the old raggedy sweater and the big, you know, scissor hand thingies and uh, it was all cool i liked it right what yeah did, what did you think of that movie did i loved you, it yeah. yeah i uh i mean i as that guy's become like a cult figure hasn't he yeah Fred, Fred, yeah freddy krueger did Freddy Krueger. yeah no, i mean like the actor oh robert england england yeah yeah. It, yeah interesting my recommendation uh is starring uh the woman who uh who played the girl in there okay yeah so i don't uh, even know who that is i wish i would have written her name down okay. but uh uh it may be on my notes for recommendation, but uh, but yeah, the uh, I, that that movie. There were scenes in that movie that, uh, like I said, I'm not a big fan of. I mean, uh, jump scares are kind of fun, mm-hmm. just like hills on a roller coaster are right. kind of fun. Uh, but that movie actually had scenes in there. Like I remember when she fell asleep in high school and and her friend was in the body bag. <laughs> you remember mm-hmm. like yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. getting dragged down the hallway? I was like. Okay, that's messed up. That's yeah, and really then the, terrifying. The, yeah, and then the one with his hand stretched out and right. scraping the walls. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like imaginative. The the first one really presented him as like a true like horror oh, icon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the ones that came after they got a little cartoony. Yeah, it did get a little cartoony. Yeah, yeah I agree but with that. Uh, I agree with that. but and also the I remember there was also one scene at the very end where her mother gets dragged through the like the door window. Yes. Oh, that messed that was with awesome. me. That yeah, messed with me. That was yeah. Awesome. So and, and I was a little bit older, but I do think that was a, a, a yeah. great flick. Yeah. Yeah. Some quality. Quality stuff. Uh, yeah, one of the yeah uh, that deserves a place on any horror list, okay. and it fits in well with the whole Halloween theme too. Right, right, right. And like you said, I, I did, just thought of it. Maybe that's what I'll dress up like for Halloween. I have a Halloween costume coming up or a contest coming up really? at work, so maybe I'll do Freddy Krueger because that's, that's easy. That yeah, yeah, and you know, he's a like you said, he's a he's Iconic. a horror icon. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're you know he's he's a horror icon that came later. Let's clarify all, that horror. Horror, not horror. Yeah, you did the one syllable there. Did I drop it's a, a horror icon. Or? Yeah. <laughs> Get your oars right, buddy. Horror, horror. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. 
he was, he was great. So okay, what about you? Number five. Uh, number five. I, I kind of even going to what, against what I said initially. This is not one that like terrified me, but uh, but I did like it. It, it is it is uh, one that I appreciate where it kind of it, it's a uh, its roots is uh, Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two. Oh, not Evil Dead, but Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two, and and. Uh, you know, uh, and we won't get into it too much, but we could for a different podcast, as we always say. Uh, 1987, uh, directed by Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. Raimi you know, mm-hmm. uh, written by written by him and also uh, Scott Spiegel. And uh, they they really were kind of grassroots filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Like the first Evil Dead, if if you ever... Uh, I if, considered that. That's on my that's on my recommendation list, sure. the first Evil Dead. Yeah, the first one <clears throat> is, is true horror. The second one is kind of a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, you know, one thing I, I, I like, like I like we we're talking, and also, and actually, I've got a couple more. Actually, probably, uh, yeah, three of mine are, are kind of fill this could could fall under this. Is that you know, there's kind of the Hollywood filmmaking, and then there's kind of that you know, you know, commando grassroots. We're mm-hmm. just going to get a, we, you know, we're going to rent the equipment, we're going to make the movie happen, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And uh, and I heard an argument recently or a discussion recently how. Uh, you know, the remakes are a big thing in Hollywood right now, and uh, and you just don't get a lot of, you know, you don't get a lot of original productions. But where you do kind of still see, you know, probably more original than not is in is in horror. You know, because uh, because you know people, you know, you think of all these movies like uh, that, there's that a reason for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I think one of the reasons is that that a lot of times people, you know, you know, and, and you can even go back to uh, Night of the Living Dead. You know, like the original George Romero zombie movie. You know they need they they had the equipment they needed to make the movie and they're like well what what can we make that we know that's going to sell you know I don't think that's the reason I think no, it's because it, it's easy well that's the point it's 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 easy and it it's it easy. sells mm-hmm. I mean the truth of the matter is if they if they if they make a drama you know you know using that low budget they're not going they're not going to do but but yeah uh, it's so yeah and and uh, the but, only reason but, I'm I'm chiming in on this is because I I sat through many years of film school. <laughs> And I can tell you that this discussion came up over and over again. And if you're going to make uh, your first film, that right. is the easiest thing to make. And and the reason is that the acting can be mediocre and it can still be a good. And I don't mean that, you know, bad acting. What I mean is that your first film, you can't afford good actors, right? Yeah. You can't get Harrison Ford on your first film. Um, so acting can be can be less than fantastic for one. And for two... What does that sound? Oh, I'm sorry. I was clicking my laptop. Oh, so you okay? Yeah. Um, I thought it was like a ghost. The ghost. <laughs> the ghost of horror movies. <laughs> Just like a click, Why click, don't you do that shitty laugh yeah. again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, so yeah. my point is like locations, right? You can you can get a farmer to even give you the location of an old shitty barn somewhere, right? I mean, it, or or you know, pay the guy fifty bucks or something. So it, it's it's cheap and it's relatively easy to make those movies that's why people like well, I think, George Romero start there I, I think we're both right I think, yeah, yeah, I, think I, agree I mean, I mean, I mean but, but the, my point is just this it, it doesn't mean that they're not good that's my point sure because those elements that I always bitch about in movies storytelling engrossing right. like getting you involved that's what gets your movie to sell so as long as you can get those elements right you don't have to spend $150 million or what is it now, like a billion dollars you know, to make Maverick or whatever it costs. You, yeah. know? you don't have to spend that much money to make a good movie. You just really don't. Right. I, and I, and, and <clears throat> I mean, I agree that, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're cheap and easy. But also, I think, 
I mean, you know, you know, you, you look at like the the and I, what I was going to talk about was uh, well, two things. There's a, a good documentary on Romero making uh, Night of Living Dead. I cannot remember the name, but it's probably got Night of Living Dead in the title. But the other one also is uh, Bruce Campbell for this. Uh, his first biography, he talks about. Uh, it's called If Chins Could Kill, by the way. I recommend mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, he even talks about, you know, one of the reasons there, you know, I don't, I, I can't remember his book, but I know in the Romero movie, he talks about, you know, they're they're looking for the the widest audience, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think, and I That's do know with wide, right? Yeah, I, yeah, and yes, and I do know widest audience, widest, yeah, yeah. yeah who, who's going to go see this, right? Yeah, yeah, who sees movies, and I know Romero talks about that with uh, with uh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, in that he, uh, you know that they, they they had done other things, you know, and they were mm-hmm. kind of like you know, and then, by the way, uh, the interviews with him are so funny. He was he was talking about how they would they would uh, go and film for like a whole weekend, and and they actually had to take the film. And I, we were really digressing here, but they had to take the film to uh, uh, to like actually like the photo mat to have mm-hmm. the film done to process. Yeah. yeah, and he would sometimes they would get it back, and like they would uh, they they the the. They had, they had messed up the processing and and he would say the guy the guy that, and so they'd done like a whole weekend of filming and it was all ruined mm-hmm. and the guy behind the photo mat would be like at the photo processing but you know and he was like in Philadelphia or Boston it was in near mm-hmm. there it was actually near it mm-hmm. was in Pennsylvania but he would say the guy would be like sorry we fucked it up <laughs> that would be like the only thing the guy would <laughs> say that's all you could say and yeah was like, what else could you say and the guy was like ah but yeah I think I think again I think we both you know have valid points but but uh, but here's the, I'm going to continue this digression for just a second uh-huh. if you think about that the way movies were made mm-hmm. uh previously to the way they're made now like i without any exaggeration whatsoever you and i with i won't say the equipment we have but with with almost with the equipment that we have right we could make a feature length film sure and it it we don't have to take our our actual celluloid film somewhere to get it processed because there was a lot of decisions that were made when you take that to get it processed there's it's just like developing regular film right how long do you leave it in the solution da, 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 da. Right. and they would color grade and stuff like that so you can do that all now in house. You can do it on your freaking you laptop. Can, you can do it on your iPhone. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's actually I can't remember who it was, but there was an uh, like a famous mm. uh, writer director that recently filmed a whole movie using his mm. iPhone. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. But but yeah, it's so, crazy. But, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So, so it's come a long way. Yeah. So Evil Dead. But Evil not, Dead Two. Evil Dead Evil Two. Dead 2. Yeah, and it wasn't particularly scary to me, but uh, well, but it had its moments, you know. Right. And uh, you know, and I like the the fact that uh, that it just you know took things in a direction it wasn't really a sequel it wasn't really a remake it kind of did both those things right and you know of course bruce campbell's one of my favorites uh ted ramey uh uh, sam's brother you know he played like the possessed henrietta Mm. yeah it was all good i don't remember that movie very much i remember the first one uh i watched that yeah and it's one of my favorites in fact i showed it to my wife yeah, what you say? Like, yeah, well, it's not a chick movie. You know, it's mostly like idiots like you and I watch it. So, oh, it's great. <laughs> Whatever. I, I thought, the, I, and I and that is one remake that because the, they re, did remake it, and mm-hmm. it's pretty creepy. The remake's actually, you know, uh, is not bad. Okay. So, yeah, fair enough. All right, next one. Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this one. It's Go. called The Grudge. Yes, of course I've heard The Grudge. Uh, yes. So. Uh, <laughs> or whatever that creepy sound that kid made under the bed is like, oh my god, that freaked me out. So, the, so I got to tell you, <laughs> hey, hey, this gotta, is, but let me ask first: are yeah. your are your sound effects lousy? 
My sound effects? They're terrible. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> as as evident in my evil laugh. <laughs> At least I don't sound like Dr. Evil. Wow. But, uh, yeah, Jesus, don't do that again. <laughs> um, okay, The Grudge. Yeah. yeah. So this, this one, uh, I mean, the movie itself was scary enough, right? Right. And, like, just in that creepy, kind of freaky Japanese, whatever you call that. That's not stop motion, but... Drop frame video. I don't know what they call it, but yeah. where the chicks move like spiders. That, that and jerky stuff. walking. Yeah, yes, that weird thing. I yeah. hate that. I hate it in a good way. Yeah. Um, but it's also as a personal reason for me because this is one of the first movies that uh, when my wife and I, I believe we were still dating, we went to see this in the movie theater and right. it got both of us. Like it got it like legit. Like right. I, I suspension of disbelief all the way and I got into it and uh, yeah it, we talked about this forever was it the Japanese horror one or was it the American remake no the Japanese one yeah yes yeah, so that was so, I mean uh, okay honestly I say I was about to say it was so good I can't I can't say that cause, because I, I don't even know if I've watched it all the way through okay. but there was that period where there was like the, there was a lot of these there was a lot of these and they yeah. were good yeah, a lot yeah. of them were really good like yeah. The Ring for example yeah, yeah. yeah. so alright that's my number four oh, okay uh, so my number four is Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. 1978. Okay. Uh, getting back on what I said, these are, and of course, George Romero, who I who I idolize uh, as a director. Uh, I, I remember when this came out, 1978. My brother went to go see it. Uh, I don't. I think he actually just kind of. T- and there's a couple. The second next one of mine is like this too. He actually just kind of told me about it, but the the, the thought of like. Of like, and I didn't know about Night of the Living Dead when this one came out in 1978. Mm-hmm. I was what uh, 11, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it, it, it uh, the idea of like the dead walking, you know, like the world being an apocalypse that involved mm-hmm. like true like flesh eating zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, I just remember like going to bed thinking, man, you know, what if like, and this sounds terrible, that but really happened. Yeah, you know, what if my mom came in <clears throat> and she was a zombie? You mm-hmm. know, and uh, it, it bothered me to no end. And then when I went to go see it, there were. It doesn't age well. It's not a it movie yes. that age well, but uh, but I remember seeing it in, uh, in that opening scene where uh, you know they're uh, you know they're in that uh, uh, tenement building, you know the mm-hmm. the, the low income building, and uh, you know the, those people were not destroying the zombies; they were just dumping them into the garbage chute, mm-hmm. and they were and there was the whole basement was filled with zombies, and you know those that SWAT team went in there and they were just like blasting the crap out of everybody, living or dead, and that one guy. Like killed himself because he didn't want to be on a world where, you know that that was like mm-hmm. this, and uh, it just felt very, you know, like, touch deep. Oh God, it did, and and the mall, and 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 now I look back on it, and I, and I can kind of analyze it a little bit more. Of course, you know the whole. Well, that, and, I mean that that movie set the set the trend for for zombies, for zombie movies especially yeah. with the mall. Right, yes. the mall. You had to. Ha- you, if you can make a zombie movie, you have to have a mall. It's well, like, yeah, and only you know, and, and it makes perfect sense in our modern world because that's right. that's a congregation spot that we right. all know where there's lots of people. Hence, there's going to be lots of zombies. So, yes, yes, um, and and, and, uh, <clears throat> and the, the that there was still something wired in their heads where people went to where there was, and and people go look at it now and they say, well, you know, every every time Romero does a movie. A zombie movie. It has some. It it has some political statement, which that one did about you know mm. capitalism and commerce and commercialism and all that kind of stuff. And sure, you know, uh, take it take that for what it is. It's there. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get around it. Yeah. But uh, but there's no. I know, like when I was a teenager and that movie came up, you're like, hell yeah, I'd go to a mall. You know, <laughs> hell yeah, I'd do well, that. Well, you know, yeah. it's interesting because you know, obviously that that movie sort of set the standard for all that. But mm-hmm. the discussion then becomes like, oh yeah, hell yeah, I'd go to a mall. 
But I mean, a mall can be a fortress, but a mall can also be a grave, right? Cause right. The, all the glass. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. yeah no, and and, and they good. were, they were actually planning on, uh, on, uh, bailing anywhere, you know, they, they were yeah. bailing anyway. They, they, the, the folks that were in there, you know, the Francine and Peter, Roger, all those mm-hmm. folks, uh, you know, they, they were, well, Roger died, but, uh, but they were, and he deserved it. With the guy that uh, that was drive that that was there when they were blocking, yeah, yeah, you know that was a, that, again very handy heavy handed stuff. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. kind of like clearly some bad stuff was going to happen because he was right. acting like an idiot, right? right? And nobody liked Steven. You know, they put him over. You know, they were making him out to be kind of a jerk. Mm. So there was a, that, that was just that. Like we're just saying with the with Evil Dead, and, and you know, why do you make these movies? Because you don't have, need good acting. You know what I mean? Right. You can be kind of heavy handed with stuff, and people Which still makes like me it. Think maybe you and I should make a zombie movie. Maybe. Well, everybody's making them now. You Whatever. Know, yes. Who cares what anybody else does? I think we might make a zombie movie. We, I wouldn't mind making a movie. Because I, I think we and, could throw some stuff in there. <clears throat> like, for example, the. Never mind, I'm not going to give it away. All right, fine. Somebody's going to steal my idea. We just should. like The Hateful Eight got released online. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's going to be listening to this and I know. steal my idea. We'll, we'll talk. We, 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 okay. I, th- I think we get. Well, we have a YouTube channel now. We can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, so. Uh, I didn't even but know anyway, we had so. A YouTube channel. Okay. What's that? I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, and so. Uh, yeah, we do. And then so uh, Tom Savini did the makeup, which was which was pretty cool, I guess, mm-hmm. for the time. There was some good gore in that, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there was that 2004 remake, which at the time I liked, but I don't now. Okay, and uh, uh, and I, I, you know, honestly, the the sequel to this one, Day of the Dead, uh, was another one that kind of goofed me up, like yeah. actually kind of bothered me. Okay, yeah, and that one. I don't was, think I saw that. Oh, it was the, the, they they took the they took the there there was a uh, scene in there where. Where at the end, where some people were getting eaten, and it had probably at the time because I think I can't don't know when that came out early eighties, and uh, the the when they were when the zombies were eating these guys, like it was just just visceral. Oh my god! There was one where a guy's got a he- his head got removed and he was screaming. I was just like, <laughs> oh my word! How do they <laughs> do <awesome>. that? <laughs> it, you know, of course, as his vocal cords are getting stretched, his yeah. scream gets higher yeah, and higher. I was awesome. just like, oh, okay. I think it even holds. I think it even holds up. It was it, it was very nihilistic, and <laughs> yeah. I, that's going to come up again. By the way, nihilism, but nihilism. but it was very it was very like who even cares? It's, the world is over. Right, it was right. so dark. And uh, yeah. all right, well, that's the kind of stuff I like, anyways. Yeah, number um, three. Number three. Yep. Or number three. Yep. All right, um, gosh, I'm I'm doing this like it's actually important. <laughs> it's a cold. I don't know. Is it this one or is it this one? Is it this? I don't know. But this one had a. Oh, but that one had a, yeah. Oh, no. Screw listeners. No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Doug, give me a favor and act like you give a shit. So you? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, all right, number three, I'm gonna uh, say um, is Blair Witch. Oh, okay. You put Blair Witch on there. Nice. Yes. And only because I knew. Now, this this I will harken back to a previous conversation that we had about me being anti-popularity. Okay. I knew there was a bunch of hype around this movie, but I literally had no idea what that was. Now, again, for some context, folks, Tony and I were in the Coast Guard. And uh, when you go out to sea, well, when we were in, when you went out to sea, there was no television. There was no internet. There was no none of that stuff. No satellite. Yeah, no satellite, nothing. So you missed stuff. You just missed it. So I think I was actually um, on one of the ships I was on. And uh, I knew coming back, uh, there was all these people were talking about Blair Witch, Blair Witch, Blair Witch. Anyway, so I went to see it. And I had no idea um, 
kind of what it was. And so I would say the first two thirds of the movie, I mean, I didn't wouldn't say I thought it was real, but it was presented in such a way where it was freaking believable as hell. Right. And it, it had me going all the way up to the point where they had the, those um, creepy things tied up in the trees and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then I started going like, ah, I don't know. And then it, they kind of lost me a little bit there. And then I, I started to sink in, but the the whole first two thirds of the movie where it's a lost hiker and she was looking for him and all that stuff and <clears throat> that had me man I roped in roped in all the way yeah you know uh, uh, and that I mean you know not not that this is why I chose it but that really did set the standard like you were talking about in the zombie movies that set the standard for the found footage right genre I mean it was nothing even came close I don't know if there was a found footage thing before this yeah I don't no. know and it did definitely 100% set the, yes. set the found yeah. footage thing and yeah. uh, in which uh, I, I saw Blair Witch I was on the Blair Witch wagon mm-hmm. uh, when a Blair, Blair Witch wagon okay uh, so we'll go with that. that's the thing uh, or it is now uh, I, I I definitely enjoyed it when it first came out. Right. Uh, I I like we we're talking about the whole grassroots filmmaking thing mm. fits right into that. Those yep. guys yep. No was doubt. in Hollywood. Oh yeah, Jeez, that, I don't think that movie could have cost them ten I, grand. I am sure. I am sure that movie. You know, when you talk about spending for a movie to to gross to, to gross mm. uh, the disparity between those, yeah. I'm sure that set a record yeah. that'll never be beat. Yeah, probably. I'm, they probably spent like five thousand dollars to make yeah. that movie. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm, it was low. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, and it made millions. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. If you probably adjusted for infl- uh, inflation, it would be yeah. off the rails. Yep. So. But uh, but anyway, yeah. but with that, that said, it's uh, it could have potentially been on this list. I don't think that movie really ever scared me that much. Yeah. Uh, but did uh, you ever see Cloverfield? Yeah. Because that was the, uh, that one had intrigued the crap out of me, but only for like the first ten minutes, right? And you know when he saw, I think there was a scene in there where you saw like a leg or something walk by of the big monster or right. whatever it was, and I'm like, oh shit, that was cool. But then it got like the shaky cam stuff was too much, right? Man. It was just, oh my god, well, just it was just, too much. Well, just like zombie movies or or movies that look like Star Wars mm. or mm. whatever, you know. Uh, there's always the first one that does it a certain way that obviously yep. sets everything on fire, right. and then there's so much that come after. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was over found footage way before yeah, people stopped doing it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, I mean, what was the one uh, paranormal activity? I saw the first one. That was okay. You mm. know, I mean, it was scary, mm. uh, but uh, but just like with Blair Witch, you know, you watch a lot of shaky cam before you finally get the payoff, right? Right. And uh, and so you know the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore with that right, stuff, right? Occasionally, somebody might do something kind of interesting. Well, that, well, that, I was going to tell you that um, I did have uh, Paranormal on my list. Did you? Yep, it's on my list, but it's on like you know, also ran kind of. Yeah, I would put it right there with Blair Witch, mm-hmm. uh, only because um, that to me had a cool combination because the technology had moved on mm-hmm. several years, and it had a cool combination. It was all found footage, but it was like. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like house cameras and stuff like that. Right. Um, so it wasn't shaky cam, <clears throat> but it was still found footage. 
And then it had this cool mixture of jump scares in there, which I thought was awesome. And then the paranormal stuff, right. you know what I mean? Like all the kitchen cabinets fling open. It scared right. the living shit out of me, man. <laughs> my wife sure. and I watched that together again. And it was one of those like, oh my God. Well, the, I was like one of those those black ladies in the movie theater. You're like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> I well, swear to God. <laughs> but you know, again, so here it is. This is this is where I always come back to. Like I was invested in that movie because it, roped me in you know paranormal activity yeah yeah and Blair Witch as well both of them and both of these also another thing that both of them do is there is a lot of uh, show don't tell Mm -hmm. and they and it leaves open like what's going on to debate yes like you never get they don't tell you they don't explain they don't explain anything Mm -hmm. you know and you you know how about paranormal activity when that when that pool cleaner thing was moving around yeah and then all of a sudden it was out of the pool. You're like, what the sh-? All kinds of, and, and, yeah. you know, and and, uh, and it could have stopped there. And then now, I think now they, you, you know, it's just. Yeah, but, I don't uh, even know what they're doing now. I don't know. But. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Two my, for one there on my number three. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I like both those. Uh, my, my number three is Phantasm. Okay. 1979. Very similar in that, uh, you know, I, I, I actually. Uh, Still like the, I, I can still watch That's this movie. With David Bowie with the little. No, no. Little this is Phantasm was uh, about those two brothers. Uh, there's a, a mortuary, and there's a tall man. And uh, I can't, let me see. I'll, I'll read the description real quick. Mike, a young teenager who has just lost his parents. This is from IMDb. Uh, afraid to lose uh, his brother, following him to, uh, follows him to a funeral where Mike witnesses the tall man lifting a coffin on his own. Mike decides to investigate, discovers a tall man uh, protected by his flying spheres, is, a, is shrinking dead bodies down to the half their normal size and reanimating them to become slaves. Oh, and Jesus. so, and so they go, dwarfs. Yeah, and, they, and he sends them back to a planet where they work. You know, so it's 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 kind of multidimensional. Okay, but, I did uh, not see that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so I'm going to ask. I'm going to. And this is a serious question. It's going to sound weird, but is this the same <clears throat> um, story? That the the two girls ended up just like young girls, twelve or something. And in real life, they killed their friend or something. Was the tall man that they different, mentioned? That different, guy, a different, different guy, different guy. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, was, I was just curious. Uh, no, this is a so uh, a little background on this. This is written and directed by a guy named by the name of uh, Don Coscarelli. And uh, same thing. Low like Tony always does this research and does who these well. And, and, are. and, so I, and I actually like, oh, I like the ring. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> like, I well, don't do any of that research. I, 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 I actually could. I could have actually done this one just on memory. When uh, uh, we were kids, we got HBO, and HBO. Dude, you were rich. If you had HBO in my neighborhood, you were rich. <laughs> well, how much you make? Five ninety nine a month. What's going on? Yeah. So we'd rather eat. Yes. So, <laughs> so poking beans. But uh, we were we were not rich. But you yeah. know. But with that said. Yeah. Uh, uh, they so there was a there was a movie that was on there and this is a deep deep cut and this movie was called Kenny and Company right uh-huh. that was also done by Dan Coscarelli right okay. and uh, and this is also kind of back on why do a horror movie versus anything else uh-huh. and he's got camera equipment he would even like rent it on Friday so he could get it for the full week and only have to pay one day when mm-hmm. he rented camera equipment mm-hmm. and Kenny and Company was kind of a uh, kids movie. Like almost like this low budget bad news bears okay. uh, day in the life of this kid named Kenny, and I remember just thinking it was 
just the funniest damn movie about kids, you know. Okay. And and if I can ever get a copy of it, I don't think we'll ever do anything with it. But I I, I know for a fact it's not going to age well because okay. because because you know I watch it as it's a like as HR a love stuff. Yeah, I watched it like as a twelve year old, and I was like, that's awesome. There's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but there's some stuff in there that like like for for example, him and his uh, his buddy Doug is his buddy who actually stars in this one. Okay. Uh, uh, they they decide to build this like soapbox derby right car, uh-huh. and uh, and so they build this thing and it's just a rickety hunk of shit right, and uh, they end up going down this hill and it is like a suicide thing where both where like both of them almost like die it's terrifying yeah, right? Hobbs, yeah. yeah like they almost it it, it both and it wasn't fun or anything like that and so they they both like you know it's just not what they thought it was and then like later like after that happens there's a scene of them just like chucking over a fence because they're just kind of, it's kind of like failed yeah failed you know and and that and so i thought that was funny i and, have experiences uh, like that in real life yes so, it's so yeah. so but so he ends up making this movie and this movie again 1979 it's just about the this kid and and his brother and and the parents are dead the brother's a little bit older he's taking care of him and uh and there's a mortuary near their house and horror stuff uh happens right i remember it scaring me as a kid and uh, but one thing I one, a couple things that I think you will really appreciate. One, uh, 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 Jody, which is the older brother, uh, drives a uh, triple black 1971 Plymouth Cuda. Oh, nice! Which is insane. Cuda, yeah. yeah, very sweet, very sweet car. And uh, another another thing I liked is it's typical in like a horror movie for a you know oh my gosh let's. Let's uh let's hide under the bed. Let's you know let's right. do let's make bad decisions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys do not make bad decisions. Okay? okay, you know like like there is a scene like like there's a scene I love in there where where well for one, uh, he you know the tall man tries to catch Mike and Mike, uh, you know he he goes in this room shuts the door. The tall man grabs the door frame. His fingers get stuck in the door. Mike takes like a hunting knife and cuts one of his, his fingers off, right? Mm-hmm. He takes the finger and puts it like in a box, right? And just the finger. And uh, and he's telling, so later on, he's telling Jody the story. So, like, this is what happened. I know he, I saw him pick up a coffin. This guy's doing something. It's messed up. And Jody's like, dude, Michael, I just think you're, 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 uh, you're imagining, you're imagining stuff. And so, uh, so uh, he goes, well, look at this, and he, uh, and he opens the box up, and the finger's in there, and of course the finger is like is like moving, wiggling around. Yeah, and he and he goes, all right, I believe you, <laughs> like 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 immediately, and and then there's a scene later where Jody goes back by himself, and uh, one of the dwarfs, one of the shrunken dwarfs, jumps on his back, Jesus, and, and and he's like, oh my god, and he pulls out like a forty five. <laughs> And, and he and he fires it over his head like he holds it behind him and shoots the dwarf off his back, and I was like, "That's pretty. That's pretty awesome yeah, for 1979." Like so, yeah, so, yeah. So, so yeah, that's so kind of uh, movie we need to make. Yeah, uh, exactly. And and uh, but it's it's had multiple sequels. They're not great, but okay. this one was really good. But I w- if you haven't seen it, I'd like you to watch it. Yeah, I um yeah I'm questioning your judgment, but okay, sure. <laughs> All right, so that was your number three. Yes, number two. My number two is The Ring. Okay. And wow. I'll, t- I'll tell you the story around the ring. Mm-hmm. The reason, and I don't think it's the movie. I think it just happens to be my personal experience mm-hmm. with the ring. Uh, again, I was underway, had no clue, never even heard of this movie. Yeah. And um, I think I was, gosh, anyway, I was in logistics. Question. Is yes. this the American remake or is this the Japanese one? I'm not sure. 
No. What was the popular one? The American one. Okay, that's probably the one I mean, it was. I, the, the, yeah, I, I imagine. I mean, yes, popular could be either, but... Well, okay, so I'll tell you the story, and you tell me. I, I didn't do any research, as you can tell. <laughs> I, I would guess it's the American probably. one. But I was I was traveling, and I want to say I was in, I was in Italy or Germany. Uh-huh. I was in logistics, and a lot of times I had to leave the ship and go organize things and whatever. So I was in Italy or Germany, and I was staying at uh, <clears throat> Navy Lodge or something like that. I was by myself, foreign country and all that. So I, I, I walked down to the Navy Exchange, and, and I just so happened the room I was in had a VCR player. Mm-hmm. This is before DVDs. And um, so I rented this up. I was like, yeah, shit, whatever. It didn't say anything on it. It showed yeah. around. I had no clue what this thing was. And so I'm eating cold pizza uh-huh. in this dark hotel room in a foreign country and, I, and this movie comes on and it again it just like it was the all the elements were t- like in the right alignment yes for me to like fall into this movie like right. i was in and i was like holy crap this and again we had that creepy yeah Japanese that jittery walk. movement thing yeah. and uh yeah and i thought the story was actually pretty i mean it's redone a zillion times right now batman falls down a well and whatever you know all that stuff right um but Batman yeah, falls down a well. Yeah, that's where uh, was it? Batman not returns. Um, anyway, yeah, he's in a well. He falls oh. down the well. Remember, and uh, yes. the bats are after him, and that's why he's got okay. his fear of bats. Anyways, yeah. yeah, so similar kind of stuff. But um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So I just was very, very entertained and in, and engrossed in that film in a, in a creepy, uh, cool kind of a way. You know, in the way you like to be scared by scary movies. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another one of those And movies. I was an adult, you know, I was, I was I was definitely my late 20s probably. Right. That was your number two, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Number okay, two. all right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the uh, that movie, uh, again, is one of those movies that uh, uh, is just uh, – you know, there's no escape. There's no getting around it. You're screwed. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you know, if you, if you watch the video, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, the same thing, that, that movie, not, there, there was a few jump scares, but like when that girl came out of the TV set, I was like, yeah, yeah there's no getting around that. You're hosed. Yeah. Well, cause what happens to me anyways, is just like, you're following along with the story and whatever. And then something like that happens. The chick right. crawls out of the TV and like, oh shit. Okay. So we just broke this dimension. Yeah. You know, and of course, you don't literally think this. We think, wait a second, she crawled through a TV and I got a TV and it's a videotape and I'm watching a videotape. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm actually watching the video that yes, actually yes, jacks that people tells up. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it actually jacks people up. It's on this video. <laughs> yes. yes mm, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what am, I, what am yeah. I getting myself into? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't want to do that. And it's that morbid curiosity you can't stop watching. You know, yeah. All that shit. Yeah. So yeah. you mix all that together and it, it was cool, man. I, that, that movie got me. Yes, I liked it, it a lot. It, it was another one that was kind of the first. first yeah, thing. it was kind yeah. of the first of a genre. Yeah. yeah and and, and uh, <laughs> definitely terrifying. Yeah. So. Any honorable mentions? Uh, well, paranormal. Um, and I would say other honorable mentions, I would say, um, uh, what the hell is it? I Okay, first of all, I never liked the movie Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Not, I, man, I never liked that movie. I don't know why. Right. But the other one uh, with Jason, the, the Friday original, the 13th. Uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. I, I, was, I had wanted to date this chick for the longest time. Who? This I'm, I don't even I, I remember her name, but I'm not going to say her name. Uh, 
this was when it first came out. This is this was, a real? We're person? still in high school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh actually, in high school. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you meant like an actress. No, okay. no, 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 no. This this girl in high school. I wanted to date for a long time. I finally got a date with her, mm-hmm. which is a, we need to do a podcast on this. On, oh no, on, no, no, no! A <laughs> podcast on the difference in dating nowadays. You know, oh. swipe left, swipe right, versus yes. what we had to go through. You know, it the, was a whole different thing. Also, right? don't go I, off on a tangent. Here he goes. No, let me do this. That's <laughs> it. I threw the breadcrumbs out, and there you go. I just remember, like, when Doug, Doug, and I were single around the same time. We uh, joked right about this. Here we go. Yeah. Boop up and we're interference. So we're having yeah, some we're not, technical we're, difficulties. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm about to though. But go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so yeah, we'll we'll save that for in the podcast because that yeah. I believe there's some very good entertaining stuff. Yeah, there's not that, that's not a movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so Friday the thirteenth, uh-huh. I finally got a date with this girl, and we went to go see Friday the thirteenth. It right. was all the rage, you know. I was probably a junior, senior in high yeah. school, something like that. Right. And uh, we're standing there, and you just queue up for the movie. You know, we're standing uh, like number four, number five in line or whatever. Right. We got our tickets waiting to go in. Yeah. And some kid comes running out of the theater. Oh my God, he chopped her head off. And I'm like, what the shit, man? Uh, I'm like, what? And then, so of course, we go in and watch the movie, and it's creepy as shit, you know, yeah. and whatever. And then at the end, the chop uh, And, um, Anyway, so of course I did the, the classic thing on the way home, and I, I drove a, a 1977, no, no, 75, I think, Volkswagen Rabbit. Oh wow! Whatever. And then so uh, it was a stick shift, so uh, I, I was playing with the clutch and right. turned the lights off. And I, <laughs> I did all that stuff. <laughs> so, of course, I, it didn't go over very well. That was a dude joke, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's my honorable mention. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah uh, two two things before I do my number two because we I, I have a quick Don't funny do a story. Two on here. I had a quick funny story for you. <laughs> uh, first, uh, you talk about spoilers. I remember. Uh, I remember just nothing to do with anything. But I remember when. Uh, which one was it? One of the one of the uh, Star Wars recent Star movies Star Wars movies came out, you know, and uh, got everybody freaks out about spoilers. I was on YouTube and I was looking at like a spoiler free review of I think it was uh, the Last Jedi. I think it was the last Jedi. Yes, and uh, and you know it's supposed to be spoiler free. And I was like, I was like scrolling through the comments, you know, mm-hmm. and just somebody wrote Snopes dies. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was just like, I was just like, well, that's that's classic trolling. I thought that was great. Yeah. And you made a comment that I, that I, I just wanted to follow up on uh, that. You know, when we were underway, uh, you know, the, the, I don't know how it works now, but you know how now, especially, you can get first run movies immediately yeah ships nowadays probably i know they have satellite you know yeah. and i know they have internet so so they're probably pumping brand new stuff and watch netflix uh, probably yeah, yeah. or even like if you, you know like a new movie comes out they may even have almost instant access to it right and uh but we didn't we never did you know no. and and i was underway when the first lord of the rings came out okay. you know and uh i actually went to go see it in uh valparaiso chile you know okay and it was funny uh it's a, I'll try to keep it short, but one of my friends on the bo- boat, uh, a female officer, I was like, hey, I, I just wanted somebody to go with me to, to watch this movie, you know, which I love the first Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Rings is an amazing movie mm-hmm. to me. And, uh, and she's like, I, I, I don't like fantasy. She's like, I don't want to go, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was like, come on, you know, just please, you'll love it. It's, I'll buy it, your ticket. I, I, but I was even like, there's fantasy and this, but this is the, this is it. This yes. is where it all comes from, right? Yes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And so, uh, 
so anyway, I go see her. I'm watching it. I am just kind of and and it was it was subtitled in Spanish, but it was uh it was English. The original. Yeah. It was okay. it was English and also I didn't have to deal with that. Only when they talked to Elvin, I was I don't know what the <laughs> hell they were saying. Uh, but uh, uh, but so I'm watching the whole thing. I am just on board. I am just like mm-hmm. this is the greatest uh, movie ever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the scene where. So I'm just like it, it, the finally scene. They're trying to get out of uh, the mines of Moria. They're going down the stair stairs. Uh, Legola, uh, Legolas is like is whipping those arrows and taking people out way mm-hmm. way in the distance, you know. And uh, I'm even thinking to myself, she's got to be on board with this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's that scene where like you have the gigantic staircase and it falls, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it falls perfectly so where the the hobbits can get off, you know. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, like when that happens, I hear her go. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> she goes, give me a break. <laughs> okay, not on board. Not That's on the board. Signal. That's probably what I sounded like during MASH. <laughs> well, clearly, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings is way better than MASH. Yes, but yeah, yes. But, uh, but no argument. There. Okay, so my number, number, number two. My number two, and, and uh, I'll give you my number <laughs> here in a second. Uh, the Exorcist. Is uh, okay. 1973, uh, William Friedkin, uh, based on the book by William Peter Blatty, uh, Linda Blair, Ellen Burstein, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not much to say about this. I, I, the, the one note, though, is uh, I did not see this movie until I was probably a teenager, maybe in the 80s. But okay. it came out in the 70s, and it still scared the shit out of me. Yeah. The idea yeah. of it terrified me that right. i lost a lot of sleep over this movie <laughs> well i was raised catholic you know yeah, so yeah, de- yeah. demonic possession oh, yeah. was a thing oh you know? yeah absolutely and, and i was as sure that's what my wife is she's like well, she wouldn't watch it yeah i can't it's yeah. it, it, you know my you know anything that deals with the demonic possession i mean because because i always just felt like i am a target for whatever reason yeah it's gonna fucking happen yeah, right because yeah, you're human and you're weak yeah exactly <laughs> like all you know, of us, yeah. i'm a kid you know yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a kid yeah yeah you know and so i ended up watching it like and finally i was like i'm gonna tear that mandate off i'm gonna watch it it was as bad as i thought i mean yeah. it terrified me yeah you know I'm sure that movie still holds up. Yeah, you know. So, but again, I mean, uh, not to, not to beat a dead horse, but if you go back to it, it's the movie making that makes it stand oh. up. The story, the story is strong, right? But then it's it's the telling of the story. Oh, it is just good, man. It's insane. That, that's, it's yeah, that's so a, that's a great film. It's so dark, you know, mm. and uh, you know, and and uh, and you know, like so I, said, I thought that I thought the the <clears throat> the interactions. Uh, between the priest and the devil, right, uh, were actually really good, right. But more uh, interesting to me was the 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for the the limitations of the priest. Like he right. couldn't, you know what I mean? It, it it wasn't clear cut good guy bad guy. Right. It wasn't like the priest just comes along and goes, "Hey, knock that off," because I got God behind me and I said so. You know or, that didn't happen. Or they like didn't, he uh, fought they, his ass off and he was he was right. And, and they didn't make him like an, an uber weak character. Yeah, he no, was exactly. Nuanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, was nuanced, and that's yeah. a good word for it because that's right. what I was trying to say is that he's he's flawed. You know what sure. I mean? He's trying, he's but trying strong. To, yeah, strong. Yep, absolutely. Right. Um, but but he's not perfect. You know, and that's right. the problem with so many films is they 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 try to draw the black and white and the clear cut distinction and all that right. stuff. But well, and and, and maybe today is because you know religion is a, is a target nowadays, mm-hmm. and they, I'm sure they would have made him. You know, they they would have. Oh, brought that been, into it yeah oh, yeah he would yeah. have been fallible big time yeah, yeah and, and and brought and no redeeming qualities you yes, know and yes. and and of course this character was you know uh yeah. you know father damien was was amazing you yeah. know also uh and the con- the conversations that he would have with the mother downstairs right. out of earshot right i think where that was that was like super powerful because as a kid right i remember 
overhearing adult conversations, like not not what they were talking about or anything, but just hearing adults talking right. in another room in a different way than they would talk to you as a kid, right? When they talk to you as a kid, they kind of talk, hey, little kid, you know, whatever. Right. But then when they were in an adult conversation, they were talking in a different way. And to me, that, that struck me as... I don't know. It's it's just another element of of uh, reality, like you know, sucking you in because it's it's believable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, 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 like I said, it's definitely a movie that stands up. It was really excellent filmmaking. It was mm. scary the way it should mm. be scary. Mm. Uh, it's just like I said, it was just very hard for me to watch because you know I just like everything else we talked about. There's no escaping it. Yeah. Right? yeah no, uh, exactly. Honorable mentions, real quick. Honorable uh, mentions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ernest scared stupid was a great flick. Nice. No, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aliens, uh, Poltergeist, Hellraiser, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which you already mentioned, uh, Friday the 13th, which you already mentioned, huh? Halloween, only because of what Halloween was, mm-hmm. American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that was a cool one. I yeah, The Shining. I didn't see, I don't think it's a horror, I don't know, I guess it's yeah. a horror movie, but uh, mm-hmm. to I, me it was a psychological thriller right. kind of a deal. But I I, I, I already mentioned I, The Mega Man was on, would be on my list, but it, it's already mm-hmm. mentioned in the 70s, mm-hmm. and The Omen. But be, be, the Omen and, yeah. and any one of those could probably be on this list, definitely mm-hmm. uh, four or five. Yeah. Well, what's your number one? Poltergeist I thought was interesting too, because yeah. that, one, that one did kind of suck me in a little bit, but... Yeah. Um, I don't think that one stands up real well. Oh, I was also... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, the one thing about Poltergeist that totally jacked me up was when the guy tore his face off. Yeah. That was like... That was completely yeah. unexpected. Yeah. Like, I like that was a movie that was kind of almost like a... This is almost like a kid's horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> that okay. Like, that was like not... Okay. Uh, also, I forget to mention on The Exorcist, uh, Tubular Bells. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the soundtrack. That. But yeah, yeah so... Uh, yeah, all these... Uh, like, the Friday the 13th was almost on my list uh, because it did bother me a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, like I said, The Omen also did. <sighs> Well, that that was that was a movie that scared. I don't know what, who who came up with that. That's cool as brilliant. Well. Yeah, it's brilliant. Cool as well. yeah, yeah. So, all right. What's anyway, your number one? Uh, number one. I don't know. I'm afraid that you're probably going to have this. Anyway, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, I already talked about Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Didn't I? I don't, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I talked about Dawn that. Of yeah, Dead. yeah. So I thought um, that's my favorite. That's yeah. my favorite, only because I liked the. Um, there's a lot of elements. Well, first of all, oh, gosh, there's so many individual scenes in that movie that are great. Um, but, yeah, that was my number four. Um, the two, I, I'm talking about the 2004 version. Oh, are you really? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> starting off with the credits. I thought the credits in that movie were amazing. The Johnny Cash song? No, the Johnny Cash the song. The Johnny right Cash there. song, yep. That yeah. was it. But yep. then also the they had the, the, the credits were in blood. Then they kind of go like... And, yep. I, and I figured out they just did that with an air bro, with a air hook, you know. Yeah. And uh-huh. oh, that's freaking brilliant. Right. I took a whole class on credits and in, in film school, and you you would be amazed at how much effort goes into credits. It's I bet. crazy. I pay attention to them now. Usually, be like, okay, movie's over, we're done. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, but the the mm, what's the, the pacing is probably the right word, but the way the movie draws you in to me was freaking masterful because it evolves to the point where it's it's it starts to really you realize like okay shit's not well mm-hmm. but then it goes downhill so fast from there right. like it's just like a boom and that little kid comes in and she bites dad 
Right. It, it starts going downhill super quick. And then when that, when the chick, this is one of the scenes that I remember in filmmaking, you know, they always talk about the psycho shower scene and right. all that stuff. This, this is the scene for me is when the girl backs into the bathroom and locks the door and she falls into the tub. Yeah. That's a great. How in the hell did they film that? It must've been like a sponge tub or something. Right. Cause she would have seriously knocked herself out when she fell into, I don't know how they did that. That yes, was, that was awesome. I, I think the opening was the, the whole freaking amazing. Great. Yeah. Yep. I do agree with that. And then she yes, climbs so. out the window and then <clears throat> that's the first time you get to see that these are not your average zombies. <laughs> Wow, that's the chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, that was, that a was not a fart. That yeah, was a chihuahua. chihuahua. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that was this a chihuahua is, farting. Yes, <laughs> but that was the first time you get to see that these are not your average like bumbling zombies. These these zombies are run. Yeah, the fast zombies that, were crazy. Yeah, that. and that's that was yeah. that was super cool. And then from that point, when she takes off in the car, that whole sequence of her driving through the neighborhood and seeing all the crazy shit yeah. that's going on, the neighbor with a shotgun getting attacked and all of that stuff, that was yeah. like, holy crap, it was like a wild ride. Yeah. And then she's driving on the freeway and that, that, that helicopter shot starts rising and rising right. and rising and it gives you kind of a scope of, of the, you know, you start to see like this right. is happening all over. And then I know this was CG because I can see it now, but when I first saw it, I, I couldn't see it. And there's a, <laughs> there's a car in front of her right. and just gets T-boned at this intersection and right. plows off into the gas station and blows up. And like, that was a freaking brilliant way to, to show the, the chaos. Right. That is, it was the apocalypse. Is upon us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting thing about that shot, you, you know, they had, as the helicopter pulls back or the, the scene pulls back, another helicopter flies in scene. Yes. That's actually the, the helicopter from the uh, the original From movie. the original? Yeah. Okay. And, a little uh, homage. Yeah, the, the fast zombies were like, like I think, well, I, I mentioned towards the end of when I mentioned it, mine being mine being 1978. I loved it when it first came out. I don't know how I feel about it now. It, uh, what the remake? Yeah, the remake. Mm. I, I think I think it was. I really liked it when it first came out because I think I was kind of craving zombies. I mm. the fast zombies just kind of just like took it to a whole another level. Mm. There is no surviving that. Mm. There is I no, had to buy it. I, I bought it. I, I own it on DVD. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah, I had to yeah, buy. It. Yeah, there there is no surviving that. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like like like. Then when she gets stuck in traffic and she's behind that bus and those people get eaten alive in inside the, in the bus. In the bus, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, like like slow shambling zombies are kind of like okay, well you know I can, I can jump deal on, with that. I can yeah. jump on a bicycle and get away from these yeah, guys, yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, but there is no getting away yeah. from the fast zombies. Yeah. Uh, th- that movie, even like you were saying, like once they got to the to the mall, mm. it just never. I, I do like that that it is kind of a a reimag- It's not a reboot; it's a reimagining because you don't mm. have the same characters, right? Right. You, you know, it doesn't happen the same way. Yeah. Right. And I like Ving Rhames in that. I thought he was He's really good. good in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, I don't know. I mean, you know, I thought that character that was on the rooftop across the way shooting people yes. that was kind of fun. You know, yeah. was it Burt Reynolds and Rosie O'Donnell and whatever? They're shooting oh, that, stars and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. But I mean, you know, at the end. And um, I, I thought it was a kind of a cool ending. Yeah. Uh, when it got on the boat. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of cool, but. Uh, yeah, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, no, yeah it wasn't they, perfect. Yeah. yeah, so. But at the end of the day, I think that's, you know, I, like I said, I had to buy it. Uh, yeah. And I own it. And I've I've watched that, I don't know, a dozen times or something. That's kind of my go-to if I just like, I just want to watch something cool. And yeah. like. Interesting pick for number one. Yeah. And it's totally, uh, it's almost like a bubblegum thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's just um, really a non-consequential, but just. Just a fun roller coaster ride movie for me. Yeah, my number one, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, I know you're a fan of that. 
I know you're love a fan of that it. movie, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, uh, for for one, uh, uh, yeah, the, it, based on a short story by who the hell did that short story? Uh, wasn't Bill Lancaster? Interesting. The 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 actual story was written by uh, John W. Campbell, uh, but there's another two writers. The other one, Bill Lancaster, uh, he actually wrote this, or I think he just kind of uh, built on that story from uh, John W. Campbell, 1938 short story uh but i think bill lancaster just fleshed out the characters that bill lancaster also wrote the bad news bears and all the bad news bears movies and that's it bad news bears the thing well otherwise nothing on internet movie database he's got a good he's got a good contribution i love bad news bears yeah you know that's so and also the the music uh done by john carpenter and again uh inaco marconi uh uh morconi the Mm -hmm. guy who did uh, so he actually did the soundtrack, which was kind of interesting. Uh, they did a soft reboot sequel in 2011 that stunk. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was actually a reboot from another movie uh, from 1951. But the reason I like this movie so much is uh, kind of like like what I talked about with uh, Phantasm. Is you know you have this group this group of individuals. Uh, you know, and just a very, uh, you know, there, there's no getting out. This is bad. Mm. This is super, super bad, right? Mm. And, uh, you know, that you know, once they kind of realized what's going on, nobody questioned it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew that they were in a bad situation. And the, even though the decisions they made didn't get them out of the situation that they made, especially, uh, and also it's got Kurt Russell. Kurt the Russell, way. yeah. He's I mean, a man. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the dude. And also had Wil- Wilford Brimley. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, uh, but uh, <laughs> wasn't he also in the Bad News Bears? I think he was. No, uh, but uh, the, uh, but uh, and so was Kurt Russell. Not really, yeah, uh, but uh, um, but uh, they made great decisions. And also, the special he did the Grape Nuts commercials, didn't he? Will he did. Brimley? He yeah. did. Also yeah. talked about having diabetes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, but I, I, it's funny, I, I'm saying, it's funny that this came make, up. I was going to make jokes about the <laughs> Grape Nuts, man. It so. just came, I was thinking just the other day. I bought. I haven't had cereal in I don't know how long, and just my wife's away, and I'm like, eh, but I'm gonna do some cereal. It's easy, right? Yeah. And I was thinking just the other day to talk to you about Grape Nuts. Like you remember Grape Nuts? Like, yes. Jesus. Dude, they're horrible, though. They're not, they don't taste. They sound delicious. But they're not. They're not. And it takes those? you 20 minutes to eat a spoonful because like they're so crunchy. Yeah. It's like eating a bowl of gravel. Yeah. <laughs> it's the flavor is the same too. Yeah. So I don't. I, I remember as a kid, I was like, "Mom, grape nuts sound delicious. Give me yeah, some." Yeah, She's yeah. like, "All right." And so she bought me things. I think I had half a bowl, and yeah. those things sat there until they decayed. You got you got to dump a bunch of sugar and oh, fruit into it to make there's them no, good. There's no anyways. grapes to them. They don't yeah. taste like any yeah. kind of peanut I've ever had. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway. Yeah, so and the people that, don't, that aren't familiar with this story, pretty much what it comes down to is a, is a, there's a, a station in Antarctica. Uh, there's a crashed alien ship. Somehow, you know, they, these individuals get a hold of one of the aliens in the ship. The aliens are shape changers, and uh, and they end up inside this thing, and the and, and the alien is slowly taking over. Each individual can can mimic those individual mm. perfectly, mm. and uh, but during that shape changing period. Uh, it's just to me this is a very graphic horror film that had just great practical special effects some mm. of the best practical special effects I think probably ever mm. I mean there's that scene where uh, where the doctor uh, uh, dr copper is uh, is uh, you say that with confidence yeah and I've seen it a lot and uh, where he's the, one of the one of the other characters uh, t- seems to have a heart attack and and they're trying to uh, bring him back, and they pull out the defibrillator, and as they shock him, the the the, the aliens because it lo- it looks like the the individual, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and but but it's not; it's one of the shape changers, and his chest splits open, 
the defibrillator paddles go through the chest along with the doctor's hands and mm. the, and the the chest closes and bites his arms off right and uh, and it looks amazing mm. it, look, it looks like it looks amazing and then uh, immediately because you know once again these are these are men knowing what men need to do mm-hmm. Kurt Russell whips out a flamethrower <laughs> and lights <laughs> lights both the doctor and the alien on Torture. fire right yeah, yeah. And, and and my favorite line in the whole movie is uh this alien on the table is on fire now, but the head falls off. Right, the head of the of the uh, the alien falls off and hits the ground upside down. Like in other words, the the scalp is sitting on the ground and it sprouts eight legs like a spider mm-hmm. and starts to walk away. Right, with it, with, and it sprouts two antennae. Right, little antenna, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and one of the characters looks around and sees that thing walking away, and he just goes, "You gotta be fucking kidding." And I think this is the greatest line in the yes. movie, you know, yeah. and and so uh, so the movie itself is a super dark. I said I was going to use the term again, super nihilistic, mm. uh, you know, mm. uh, doesn't end on a happy note, uh, leaves you guessing, uh, you know, because another great actor in this is Keith David, mm. who plays Childs, the uh, the one. Well, he's he's uh, the the other survivor. And that you, but you don't know. You don't mm. know if he's. If you he's, don't know if he's an alien changer. or not. Yeah. So yeah, just I love it. I yeah. you know, and and uh, it is, you know, if if that that was always going to be my number one. All the other ones probably can move around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that's, I remember watching it at a friend's house, and just thinking, you know, you know, as a as a teenager, thinking, oh my god. You know what did I just watch? And and, and any time a movie does that to me, because most right. movies I watch, I'm just going like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. But number one. Cool. Uh, That's a good one. I, I remember watching it, but I don't. I don't have the same fondness for it that you do. I know. I know you've. You and I have talked movies for yep. as long as we've known each other, and that's always been on your. Yes. High on your list. Yeah. If, yeah. Maybe go back and review. I mean, I didn't do well in the box office. Yeah. You know, I never cared about that stuff. Yeah. Critically, uh, does you know? But again, same thing. <laughs> I, I remember the, the the. I I remember liking the visuals. Uh, I remember in particular. Right. Um, the snowstorm stuff was super cool, and they were all bundled up and going through the, right. the you know the blizzard. Just uh, also that's that. Um, Hateful Eight reminded me of that when they right. were going through the blizzard. Yeah. Uh, all that. But then uh, also the dogs, you know the, yes. the dog scene. That's that was always there's a scene striking. That, yeah, yeah. I never like a movie as you know. I never like a movie where they kill a dog. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in there where, you know, they they bring back. That's how it gets in the in the yeah, camp. That's how it gets it, in, it, yeah. yeah, you have to watch it. But and and uh, and there's that where they they find the dog. But they're all they're, they don't do any stop motion, mm-hmm. which thank God, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and and when they did the remake in 2011, they even mentioned that they, that they weren't going to use computer effects but they did and it just right. it does it not the same it's not the same yeah. but uh but there's that and also there's a scene in there where the first person changes and, and goes outside and, the, and he's laying there looking like he's hurt and uh uh they all run around him and uh he uh he they go are you okay are you okay and he, and he leans back and he's he's changing and his arms are you know his, he's clearly in the middle of changing and he screams but he screams like this alien scream and i remember mm. being like all right, that that's horrifying as hell. <laughs> yeah, you know that was blood curdling. Yeah, that that was so horrifying. Yeah. You know, but anyway. So, uh, uh, any recommendations? Do you have a recommendation? Um, well, I, I I'm going to recommend this. This is going to sound lame because it's a <clears throat> it's very much a classic. But uh, in light of our our recommendations to one another to watch, you maybe watch Mash, which is you know it's uh, like sucked the life out of me. I had to go, I, I had to go back and watch a movie that I thought like okay, give me something from that 
genre uh-huh. that uh, that I think was probably a movie that was redeeming. So okay. I went back and watched Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Good movie. And, um, you know, a, a good movie, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I always wonder why. Uh-huh. And then so... It it was had a lot of the same potential as Mash in terms of like that sixties psychedelics right. leftovers, right? This was in the seventies, so it was right. leftover from that crazy stuff. And there was a whole scene in there where um, <clears throat> Paul Newman's riding around on his bike and uh, yes, you know, kind of stealing uh, Robert Redford's girl or whatever. Yeah. Which I thought that was a great line. Yeah, take her, take her. But yeah. anyway, um, you could do without that scene. It meant nothing. You sure. could take that whole sequence delete it and the movie would be the same right but it was still entertaining uh-huh. and uh i felt like th- there was a couple of scenes like that throughout the film um and i, and I just was comparing it I, I literally i watched it the same night that i watched mash and uh, i remember comparing the two going like he couldn't find two more different movies that are kind of from the similar era in terms of sure. like character development and liking the characters these mm-hmm. guys they were bad guys there's no question about it they were bad guys but you liked them and in mash yeah. they were good guys and you hated them and i was like you know <laughs> whatever but anyway <laughs> so yeah my if you have not seen the original butch cassie and suntan's kid uh one of the greatest endings ever also by the yeah, way it's I good the ending yeah. was amazing uh, but yeah just a just a good film cool so, yeah, you made me watch funny games, so I uh, decided to shave my back with a cheese grater. <laughs> nice. And uh, that was much better, this, the whole yeah, back shaving cheese grater. Good. Thing. It's good. So I'd recommend that. No, Cut uh, your toenails <laughs> with a flamethrower. <laughs> no, so my recommendation, I, I wanted to recommend something kind of uh, Halloween-y, seasonal, and maybe a little bit scary. I, I actually wrote this down while I was watching it. It, 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 I, it So about, I, I would definitely recommend the first six episodes. I've finished watching it now, but uh, it's a new new limited series on Netflix called The Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight up, uh, it's probably something I shouldn't like, but I kind of did. Uh, it uh, quoting um, Internet Movie Database, it follows a group of eight terminally ill patients at uh, this place called Brightcliff Hospice, uh, who begin to gather together at midnight to just kind of share scary stories, right? Okay. And what it doesn't really mentions is that it takes place in the nineteen nineties, and uh, all the terminally ill patients are teenagers. Uh, so and also this hospice is haunted. Okay, so so okay. so there's lots of other stuff, uh, like haunted, like a medieval castle haunted, right? Okay. Uh, so the whole ten episode is is all stories and stories, not really to get into it too much. But uh, the people that made it are also the people. Uh, the guy named Mike Flanagan. He also created uh, the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Blind Manor and Midnight Mass. So uh, again, it's a. Uh, uh, why I'm kind of recommending it is it really doesn't pull any punches on the terminally ill kids. Okay. Uh, so so you know there there's no magic thinking or anything like that. And it, and the whole fact that you're dealing with these individuals that are all going to die, uh, you know, and this is going to happen, uh, really just kind of adds like this kind of dark layer to it. It, okay. it. You know, and so I will say there was stuff in it that that really kind of touched me. Like I said, not not the greatest thing I've ever watched or anything mm-hmm. like that, uh, but. Uh, but I again, as a fifty-something-year-old guy watching something that could very well have gone the way of like the CW, uh, and also put a lot of other stuff in there that we see in today's uh, TVs and movies, it doesn't really go there. Mm. A little bit it does. You can't help it nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know nowadays. I mean? But but uh, but it, it, it's worth a watch, especially if you're looking for something kind of Halloweeny. Okay. So Halloweenies cool. is a weird word. Halloweeny. All right. Well, that, <laughs> Halloweeny. <laughs> so don't even go there. <laughs> So, uh, everybody that really wants to watch a good movie should watch MASH. 
Yeah. You want to <laughs> dig my eyes out with a freaking salad fork. And then we'll finish on that Halloween note, which would be weird. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we have. I hope everybody has a great day, and we'll be talking to you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. This is the Analog Spectrum Halloween Special. We're the full-size Butterfinger in your podcast treat bag, not some shitty apple or a bunch of dumbass candy cords. <laughs> yes. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. Doug and I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to spend some time with us. Knowing that you gave us a listen and supported our show really means a lot to us. I posted our podcast website in the description. If you get a chance, maybe head on over there and see if you'd like to download one of our previous programs. We talk about all sorts of stuff. There might be something we post in the past that you'll find interesting. And while you're there, please consider subscribing. That way you'll get notification of our future casts. Or if you prefer, you can search us out on just about any podcast platform there is. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and there's a few more. If you have a podcast app, we're probably on there. I almost forgot we're on YouTube now. That link is also in the description. We haven't gotten around to producing videos yet, but all of our recordings are on there. It would be super awesome if you'd consider following us on there too. Finally, for any cast you have enjoyed, please leave us a review and a comment. Five stars if you don't mind. Once you're done singing our praises, please share our show with your friends and family. With your help, we'll keep growing our Analog Spectrum community. That's all I have for now. Please feel free to contact us at analogspectrum at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you just want to say hello. As always, thanks for joining us on this ride, and we look forward to hanging out with you again sometime very soon. Bye.